from Aviva Brands. This is Express, the podcast for brands. I'm your host, Dr. David Kippen, CEO and Chief Strategist at Aviva. In our last episode, I talked about employer branding. Then I missed last week's podcast. It was a really busy week. They happen at agencies just like in any other business, but that's kind of a dog-ate-my-homework excuse. And it's actually not why I missed getting this episode out on time. It's because I had decided on the topic of agency life for this podcast, and I couldn't figure out what to say. Agency life is my life, so it's a topic I know a lot about, and Aviva's an agency, so it's a topic I've got lots of experts to draw on, but I couldn't get anywhere. Here's why. I've said in every podcast that I wanted this to be useful to you, but every path I went down ended up being about the kind of inside baseball that would resonate with you if you were an agency, but that's about it. But I gave up. You're going to get some inside baseball on agency life from an agency perspective, because that's what I've got. And if that's not something you want to listen to, I get it. So skip the next two episodes, this one and the next one, which is called Pitch Time, and we'll be back to our usual programming. But if you do decide to stick around, I promise you this won't be an infomercial at all. Agency life starts with agency type. You can divide the world into brand agencies and ad agencies. Brand agencies are in the business of doing research and developing long-lasting value propositions, because a good brand should last several years. Ad agencies build campaigns. These can last for years, too, but they're generally measured in months or quarters. Brand agencies can also create ads, and ad agencies can create brands, but they're different companies in their DNA. By now, you know Eviva's a brand agency. We've talked about how a thing becomes a brand step by step. Today, I'm going to start to take you through that process, that journey, from the very beginning. Well, I think. But that depends on what happens in the next few days and in the next couple of weeks, because this week on Express, it's pitch time. Right now, I'm in a hotel in Germany. In a couple of days, my colleagues and another agency, an ad agency, will be pitching for the global business of a large international company headquartered here in Germany. Now, one of the rules of this business is you don't name clients, so unfortunately, I can't tell you who we're pitching for or share much beyond Germany as a location, but it almost doesn't matter, because every relationship begins like this, with lots of questions lots of excitement and high hopes for a new relationship. And this cycle of going from, hey, I know that company, to we work with that company is one of the most exciting, satisfying parts of agency life. And that, not this particular client, is what I want to share. Love them or hate them, pitches are a big part of agency life. And they remind me of Winston Churchill's great quote about democracy. He said, it's the worst form of government in the world, except for all the others. And pitches are the same. They're awful. They're a waste of time and money. They're capricious, heartbreaking, stressful, difficult. You name it, but they work. And nobody's yet invented a better way to make matches between agencies and clients, so we all take part. Almost every pitch starts with a client briefing. Usually, you get a big PowerPoint deck. Sometimes it's a Word doc, but in every case, it tells you a lot about how the client sees the world, what they're worried about, what needs to change, and sometimes why they're doing this, that is, having this pitch right now. 
I mean, always a few other agencies, usually two up to maybe five, but sometimes more, who have gotten the same briefing and are going to be pitching for that same business. Now, in this case, we were brought in by another agency, a partner agency, who needs a partner strong in global research and brand development, and a partner who can manage in-country creative production in a bunch of markets from Europe and Latin America and North America to Asia, South Asia, and Africa. Well, that work is a great fit for us because we've done this kind of work in more than 35 countries and we've got really strong relationships in most of this potential client's markets. And as a special bonus, Kate's German is excellent. She taught in Germany and mine isn't, but I'm Austrian by birth, spoke German and English as a kid. So from a culture fit standpoint, we feel like we fit really well. So over the past few weeks, both agencies have worked hard to put ourselves in the client's shoes. Fortunately, this client is a great organization. It's a great brand, so the challenges they outline feel more like opportunities to us. And yet, and here's what's tricky, there's always an element of guesswork to pitch preparation. Compare us to a general contractor and you'll see what I mean. If we were contractors, clients would come to us with detailed plans. We'd be able to say, here's how just to the nth degree, how much wood you're going to need, how much steel you're going to need, how much concrete, rebar, glass, how many nails, how many screws, you name it, we'd be able to figure out exactly what we needed to do to build the structure. We'd be able to say, here's how much time it's going to take and how many people it'll take to do the job, how many people will put on the job, what the process will be. With enough time, we could get a plan that detailed this down to the nth degree. And that would be pretty great. But agencies usually don't pitch that way. And that's actually a good thing. Because what clients are buying when they select an agency, more than anything else, is a new set of eyes. It's a fresh perspective. It's an ability to connect with what they care about, which is ultimately what you care about. So they're selecting the agency they believe are going to help their brand make people take selective action. And if agencies started with, here's how many banners you want to build and here's our cost per banner, well, clients could price things out exactly, but they'd miss the forest for the trees. And that's what makes pitching and this whole process so interesting. Because instead of starting with all the details of cost and delivery, you really start at the level of how do we think about this shared problem as if we were sharing it, and then if the chemistry is good, you work back to how are we going to get this thing built. And ultimately, that's the funny thing about pitching. Every agency does a huge amount of work to get ready. The work consists of describing how they'd solve the client's challenges as they understand them. Then you show up on the day, you do your very best to connect, and you hope. Well, that's where we are right now. Most of the work is done. We have a couple of more days, this weekend actually, to iron out any wrinkles and rehearse. Then we'll show up at a place we've never been to, set up in a conference room, and wait. After some time's passed, we'll finally meet the client team, and in my experience, they're always exceptionally nice, and they're as likely to be nervous about the decision they have to make as we are about doing a good job. Typically, we'll have about two hours to make our case, so we'll spend, I'd guess, about 90 minutes during our presentation, then shift to the Q&A, the part where the client gets to say, well, tell me more about this. How would you actually get that done? In rehearsal, we're going to get the timings of each section down to the minute, because that Q&A, it's so important, but on the day, anything can happen. 
People can get nervous and go too fast, or they can get lost or long-winded, or the client can be late or ask questions throughout. So it's kind of a circus, but in a good way. You prepare for as many unexpected outcomes as you come, as as you may get. You come, show up, prepared, and see what happens. And it's nerve-wracking. The stakes are high because a new client can be worth a lot to an agency, and. Even if they're not from an economic standpoint, every new brand an agency manages is a trust mark for their work. And let's face it, everybody in advertising has a strong desire to win. So pitch days are special, and nobody takes them lightly. But it's also a whole lot of fun. It's fun in a way that's almost impossible to explain if the closest you've come to a pitch is a job interview. So imagine spending a few weeks working on something that has maybe a one in five chance of going your way. And now, imagine that at least half of your chance rests on whether on that day, in that room, there's also a good human connection between you and your performance, because that's really what a pitch is, and the client team. It's one of the highlights of agency life when you win, and it's the worst feeling in the world if you don't. And despite the subjectivity, there's something clarifying about it. However arbitrary it feels on the day, Over time, you see that good agencies and good pitch teams win more pitches. And win or lose, that process, the process of pitching for work, is where agency life begins. So next week on Express, we'll do a pitch post-mortem. I'll tell you about some of our assumptions, about how we prepared, about the day, and about how we did. I probably won't know whether we won or not, because that usually takes a couple of weeks to be announced, but I'll tell you where we did well. And if we slipped up, I'll tell you about that, too. That's all next week on Express.